Let's talk about getting paid. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO Pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, back with another episode filled with actionable, practical advice that is going to help you grow your voiceover business. Now, I get asked all the time about what are the tools, the resources, the services, the apps, etc., that I'm using to run my voiceover business. And I also get asked all the time about how the heck do you manage to do everything that you do in an average day because it seems like you're doing everything. And I think that those two things kind of go together. So what I've decided to do is I want to do a series on the podcast over the next few episodes that dive into some of the tools, some of the resources, some of the services that I am using to run my business. Because here's something else I believe in. I think that automation is a really important part of productivity and as many different things that you can automate, whether that is through a service, through a, through a tool, uh, giving something to somebody else to do, uh, relying on a virtual assistant, whatever, the more efficient that your business can ultimately be. And so by creating a series of podcast episodes that talk all about the different tools that I'm using, it's also giving me a form of automation because now when somebody reaches out to me and says, Hey, Mark, can you tell me about what tools I should be using for this or what services I should be using for that? Now I've got a podcast episode that I can point them to that's going to give them all of the information. So there you go. Not only am I going to teach you about some services, some apps, some different things that I'm using in my business, but I also just gave you a productivity hack for being more efficient through creating automation. Now, in this first episode, I want to talk about getting paid because I think that you know, for most voice actors, that's one of the most important things that is top of mind is making it as easy as possible to get paid. And so let's talk about some of the different services that are out there for doing that and specifically the things that I am using as a way to get paid. So number one on my list is Stripe. I can tell you without question that the minute that I started offering my clients the ability to use a credit card to pay invoices, my average time for payment on my invoices dropped dramatically. Everybody has a credit card, everybody has a rewards card, and everybody wants to get rewards for their credit card now. And so being able to offer a very simple credit card payment solution was a game changer for me in getting my invoices paid more quickly. Now, a lot of people are going to argue about, well, what about the fees? Well, I see the fees as part of the cost of doing business. 
let me explain it this way. A client comes to you and wants you to do a voiceover job for them. You're providing the service of voiceover, and in exchange for that service of voiceover, you're expecting compensation for the service that you provide, right? That's fair. That's why we have the GVAA rate guide or the Gravy for the Brain rate guide. Well, why should it be any different for somebody else who's providing a service? If you are able to take a credit card payment processor and put it on your website, and that gives your clients ease of use to pay you, which means that you're getting paid faster, is that not a valuable service to you? And is that not worth a certain percentage? Just like you want to get paid for your services, does not the credit card provider or the processor deserve to be paid for their services? Not to mention the fact, and again, not financial advice, always consult with an accountant, but these things are tax deductible. I write off merchant account fees on my taxes. So bottom line, putting Stripe on my website was huge. The other thing that was nice about using Stripe and putting it on my website is I'm able to create separate payment pages for different currencies. So I have a page for clients that I bill in US dollars. I have a page for clients that I bill in pounds. And I have a page for clients that get billed in euros. And so it makes it really easy for them to go to one page, pay in their native currency, and then Stripe takes care of all of the conversions for me and sends everything to my bank account automatically. It's a beautiful, easy to use service that has made my life so much easier. And another one of the big reasons why I'm such a huge fan of Stripe is they actually offer better exchange rates than a lot of other services, including PayPal. And so I was losing a lot of money on PayPal exchanges where now with Stripe, I'm getting to keep a little bit more of that in my pocket. So somebody can very easily go to a specific URL that I give them on my website at Mark Scott VoiceOver, and they can pay an invoice in whatever their native currency is, whatever the invoice was issued in. Once the payment is received, Stripe converts the currency to Canadian dollars, which is the currency that I operate in, automatically sends that money to my bank account. And so uh, the only thing that I have to do basically is go into my accounting software and mark an invoice paid. So I'm a huge fan of Stripe. And if you are going to try to integrate Stripe, particularly if you're using a WordPress website, it's actually really easy to do. There's uh, an app that I use that is called uh, WP Full Stripe. Uh, and that's the app that I've been using for a number of years now, which easily integrates Stripe into my WordPress website. And I know it's something that if you have voice actor websites, for example, working on your website, I know it's something that they're able to help you with as well. So Stripe, hands down, number one. That is my favorite tool. That is where the vast majority of my payments for my invoices now get processed. It's also the most common payment processor on the coaching site as well. So if you've ever bought a course from me, and you have paid with your credit card, chances are you did it through Stripe if you didn't specifically request PayPal. So Stripe, number one on the list. Number two on the list then, of course, does become PayPal. Now, obviously, there are still a lot of people that use PayPal. There are still a lot of people that prefer PayPal. Uh, and PayPal has gotten better over the years. I, I will give them that. It does give you the ability to collect payments in multiple currencies, which is really nice as well. I have accounts set up for, again, euros, for Mexican pesos, uh, for pounds, 
uh, for US dollars, for Canadian dollars. So there's a number of different accounts or a number of different currency accounts that I have set up in PayPal. So if I issue an invoice in Mexican pesos, for example, the client can pay in Mexican pesos and then I'm able to convert the currency within PayPal from Mexican pesos to Canadian dollars and you know take care of all the transfers and everything. Now, PayPal's fees are very similar to Stripe, right? They take a percentage. I think it's around 2.9%. Is it 2, 2, 1.9%, 2.9%? I don't remember. Bottom line is they do take a percentage plus 30 cents. Uh, so that's very similar to Stripe and just about any other credit card payment processor. Um, but as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, what I found Stripe was a little bit better at with PayPal was the exchange rates. Stripe's exchange rates tend to be better. Now, if you're only working in one currency or primarily working in one currency, then the exchange rate isn't that big of a deal. But for me, I'm working in multiple currencies on a very regular basis. And so I do pay a little bit closer attention to the exchange rates that I'm getting. But PayPal is universal. Most people know how to use it. It's very easy to just give your PayPal address, get a payment received, right? And so that is one of the options that I offer. Now, number three on my list, and the only reason why this is number three, and I'll explain this, is Wave. Now, Wave does allow credit card processing. So as soon as you send an invoice through Wave, which is a free service, by the way, waveapps.com is the website, waveapps.com. When you send an invoice through their service, there is a pay now button that can be put on that invoice and it allows your client to pay that invoice using a credit card. Wave becomes the credit card processor. Once the invoice is paid, Wave clears that invoice in your system, it recognizes merchant account fees, and it sends the funds directly into your bank account. So again, relatively automated, relatively convenient. Why is this number three on my list if it's so easy and convenient? The only reason is because it will only work in one currency. So because my business operates primarily in Canadian dollars, but most of my invoices are in foreign currencies, US dollars, euros, pounds, etc. I don't very often get to take advantage of Waves easy payments. If you are a voice actor who is working in one currency or primarily working in one currency, then this is going to be really easy for you. And I absolutely think that it's something that you should implement. So if you are a US-based voice actor and you are primarily issuing your invoices in US dollars, then Wave would probably be number one for you because of its ease of use and its integration. Again, Wave itself is free. I love it. It's easy for invoicing. It's easy for accounting, tracking all of your expenses. My accountant is the one that recommended it to me. And so that's the reason why I've been using it for so many years. But having that payment processing certainly can make life a lot easier, both for you and your client, because one, your client can do it straight from the invoice. That makes it easy. They can use a credit card, which a lot of clients prefer. That makes it easy. But everything else on the back end is automated, which means there's very little for you to have to do, which, again, makes it easy. So it's only number three on my list because I work in multiple currencies. If you work in one currency, I would move that up to the front. Number four on my list is Interact e-transfers. 
Now, again, this is primarily going to work in one currency. So this is what I use with most of my Canadian clients. It's the easiest way for me to get payment from most of my Canadian clients, uh, which is to simply do a Interac e-transfer. The nice thing about it is the money goes straight from their bank account into my bank account. There are no fees that are involved. There are no deductions. There's no processing or anything like that. So if an invoice is for $500 and the client does the e-transfer, I receive $500. Quick, easy, simple. But again, you have to be working in the same currency. So I can't do Interact e-transfers as easily with a, a client that say is paying me in US dollars. So again, working in one currency, this might be something to look at. And then the fifth option is ACH, automatic clearinghouse or automated clearinghouse. This one is where you're probably working with a client on a long-term basis and they want to put you on payroll and maybe they're going to process your payments every 30 days, for example. And so you send the invoices, the invoices goes to accounts payable, accounts payable puts them in the system and then say on the 30th of every month, an automatic deposit goes into your bank account that pays out all of the current outstanding invoices. Again, this is a great option because it's easy, it's automated, and there are no fees involved for the most part. But again, primarily works in your base currency. And so this is, again, another reason why it's not one that I'm able to use as often because I'm working in multiple currencies. But if you're a U.S. talent working with U.S. companies, primarily ACH works great. Same thing if you're a Canadian talent and you're working with Canadian clients, this is going to work really quick and easy for you. So that's what ACH is. And Chances are you're not going to go out to your clients and say, hey, what about ACH? But they may ask you about wanting to put you on the payroll, so to speak. And this is probably what they're talking about. It just becomes a way for them to automate payments. Uh, that way they're not having to do a lot of chasing, which is really nice. Now, uh, number six on the list for me is one that I was introduced to by a long-term client. And it is a form of digital check which is really, really handy. The website is eChecks.com. And what it does is it gives your client the ability to send you a digital check. There are a couple of different ways that you can then process that check. If you want to process it digitally and instantly, then there is a small fee that is involved. However, if you want to just print that check out and then take it to your bank and deposit it, it works just like a regular check, in which case there is no fee involved. And so if the invoice was for $300 and the check is for $300, then the payment you're going to receive is $300. Uh, this is really nice because I've had clients in the past that do send checks or want to mail checks and checks coming through the mail. I mean, who knows? It could take a week. It could take 10 days. It could take two months, depending on where it's coming from and whether or not it gets lost in the postal system. And so for those clients that still want to be able to do checks, but find a way to do them in an electronic and digital fashion, eChecks.com has been amazing. And so right now I do have one client that uses this on a regular basis, but I have introduced a couple of my other clients to it in hopes that maybe they'd give that a shot as well. Obviously, at the end of the day, if I can do things like ACH or if I can do e-transfers or if I can do check payments, then I'm going to get to keep more money in my pocket because I'm not paying those credit card processing fees. So those are certainly the types of payments that I would rather receive. I'm always going to default to whatever is most convenient for my clients, though. 
If their preference is to just do credit card, I'm not going to force the issue with them and try to get them to do something else. But if they're flexible one way or another, that's where I might introduce them to something like an eChecks.com or like a, an eTransfer or something like that. So, so far we've got Stripe, we've got PayPal, we've got Wave Apps, which I love, WaveApps.com, we've got ACH, and we've got eChecks. Now, number six on the list is then just good old-fashioned checks. I still love getting good old-fashioned checks. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why I like getting good old-fashioned checks. Again, I don't have to pay any penalties or fees or processing or anything like that on checks. But as somebody who is in Canada but travels to the States, when a client sends me a U.S. dollar check, I can take that to my bank and I can cash that check out for U.S. dollars. And so now I'm able to keep a little bit of U.S. cash on hand and don't have to worry about exchange rates back and forth for when I'm going to VO Atlanta, for example. So it's really easy to keep a little bit of money in my pocket that way, always being able to have uh, cash in other currencies without having to worry about paying exchanges. So good old-fashioned check is still on my list, even though they might take a little bit longer to get here coming through the mail. And then the last one that I'm going to mention is one that a lot of people probably don't think about, but it's still out there and it still exists. And that is Western Union. Some of you are probably like, what the heck is Western Union? I have found Western Union to be popular with some of my clients based in the Middle East. It just seems to be a method of payment that they prefer to do. Now with Western Union, the money gets sent. I have to pay a visit to a local Western Union branch, which is not a big deal. There's one a few minutes from my house. And then I receive the payment. Generally, they hand me cash when I go to the, the Western Union location. Now, I don't have a ton of clients that pay me this way, but I do have several and I don't mind it. It's not a big deal. And again, I'm getting cash. So if it's a $1,000 invoice, I'm receiving $1,000 in cash. I'm not having to pay any kind of fee any kind of processing or anything like that. I just get the amount for the invoice. So that's seven different ways that I'm giving my clients to pay me to try and make life as easy as possible. Now, I know that there are other systems out there. I hear voice actors talking about Venmo. I hear uh, voice actors talking about services like Wise. And, and so there's a lot of different options that are available. But here's the bottom line for me. The more ways that I give my client to make a payment the easier it becomes for my client to make a payment. And the easier it is for my client to make a payment, the easier it will be for me to get paid. So really, if I offer seven different ways, one of those ways is bound to work easily, quickly, and conveniently for them, which means I am probably going to get paid faster. I do not sweat the credit card processing fees. I do not look for ways to bill my clients back for PayPal fees. I do not add a surcharge to invoices for credit card fees. Think about this for a minute. Let's say that you use your credit card for a lot of your major purchases because maybe you have a, a travel card and you want to build up miles on your travel card. So you use it to pay for fuel you use it to pay for some of your household expenses, maybe your cable bill, maybe your internet bill. Uh, you use it when you're making purchases for your voiceover business. You know, you're buying new equipment through Sweetwater or through Amazon or something like that. How would you feel 
If all of those companies started billing back an additional charge because you chose to use your credit card, you wouldn't be very happy about that. You wouldn't accept that if they were doing it to you. So why would you do it to your clients? It's part of the cost of doing business. I look at it as putting good energy out into the world because if I want to get paid fair market value for the work that I'm doing, I should be willing to pay fair market value for the work that others are doing. If I want to get paid fair rates for my service, I need to be willing to pay fair rates for the services that I'm using. So in the first episode of the tools, apps, and resources that I am using to run my business and try to stay productive and and try to get things done, we're talking payment methods. We've got Stripe. WP Full Stripe is the plugin that I use for WordPress if you want to look it up. PayPal, waveapps.com, W-A-V-E-A-P-P-S.com. You can use this software for your invoicing and for keeping track of all of your expenses, but also for getting payments on your invoice. And again, it's free. The service is free to use. There is a fee for if you do the credit card processing. So that's waveapps.com, which I could not run my business without. Absolutely one of my favorite apps that I'm using. ACH, Automatic Clearinghouse, we talked about. eChecks.com, getting checks but getting them digitally. Old school checks, just coming in the mail. And even using a service like Western Union. Try to find as many ways to get paid as possible so that no matter what, there's always a method that is convenient for your clients. And when you do that, it is not only going to make your life easier, but it is probably going to get your invoices paid quicker. Is there another service that you're using that I don't know about? Is there another service that you're using that you love that you couldn't run your business without when it comes to collecting payments? I would love to hear about it. Let me know by tagging me in your Instagram stories. You can tag me at Mark Scott. Let me know you're listening to the episode. Let me know what services you are using because I am always open to checking out some of the other different options that are out there for getting paid as well. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The Voice Sam Player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicezam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicezam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.